Adafruit has been deemed an essential service and business by Executive Order 202.6 to make and distribute personal protective equipment, or PPE, and to manufacture electronics for essential life-saving equipment which is needed in New York and beyond. We have a dedicated email address to contact us about our COVID-19 manufacturing projects or PPE services, covid19 at adafruit.com. We are maintaining limited business operations to assist in providing these valuable services to combat the COVID-19 outbreak. This means we are prioritizing the shipment of essential orders. Your order qualifies as essential if you are working on direct efforts to combat the COVID-19 outbreak or are an essential business or service. This means your order contains electronics, tools, or materials that will be used to manufacture PPE or other medical supplies for healthcare providers or government agencies. Is shipping directly to a medical or healthcare professional? Is shipping directly to an educator who is working to set up online learning due to school closures? Contains microelectronics or semiconductors that will be used in essential manufacturing or research and development. If you are unsure if your order qualifies as essential, or if you are placing an essential order and require a quantity of an item that is greater than the limit displayed on the product page, please contact us directly or email support at adafruit.com. We'll review your message and get back to you as quickly as possible. Placing an essential order with Adafruit is easy and requires only two additional steps. After adding all required items to your cart, click Proceed to Checkout and complete steps one through four. Please take a moment at step five. This is a crucial step when submitting an essential order. If your order is essential, please check here and describe how your order qualifies. Then click Save and Continue to proceed. Please review your entire order, then click Submit Order to complete the checkout process. If you've already placed your essential order but missed step five, please contact us with your order number and a description of how your order qualifies as essential. Thank you in advance for your important and essential work. Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, it's me, Lady the Engineer, coming at you, staying safe in your home, save lives. We're gonna do this hour of Ask Engineer. We're still gonna do all the news in New York City, electronics, Adafruit, more about PP than you probably ever want to know, but now I gotta know. And yeah. uh, it's coming to you for the next hour. It's an exciting show. We're, yeah, we're done not with, stopping. We're done with PPE. You know me. Um, so uh, one thing, we're going to do a couple uh, show notes and more. We just finished Ask an Engineer, which we do for one hour now. Twice um, as Twice as long. And we also have show and tells throughout the week with our other shows. Uh, right now, Lady Ada and I are in our apartment. Every day we go to the Adafruit factory. We have gloves, masks. We have all the right uh, sanitary and sanitation uh, protocols. And we have a small number of people that are in the office doing things as well. Adafruit was named as an essential business. We're making and shipping PPE, like face shields. We're also manufacturing electronics for some of the ventilator projects you've seen out there mm -hmm. and more. So um, with that being said, I first wanted to start off with saying thank you to all the healthcare professionals out there. Um, this is a couple of doctors that sent us selfies wearing the Adafruit face shields that we have delivered to New York City. Um, we had a material shortage. We're delivering the next round soon, but some doctors have these and they said they work great. They're easy to clean and they're using them. Um, 
I also want to uh, thank a company out there. This uh, arrived in one of the biggest trucks ever to Adafruit. We have a huge loading dock, but um, this was about a ton of the plastic that we use for face shields. And this is only possible because of Novalex. Um, they didn't ask me to put this on our show or anything, but I just want to say thank you so much to Novalex. They heard the call. They saw the need. It's like, we and have the plastic. with uh, Make It Labs and with NYC Makes PPE, we were able to get it here. And it is an enormous amount of plastic that's going to make tens of thousands of face shields for health professionals in New York City. Here you can see Our Lady Ada in Our Lady Ada pose that we do. And, of course, you have to stand on top of this thing. You can see how big this wall of plastic is. It's incredibly big and incredibly heavy. And that's good because it means we're going to be able to make a lot of shields out yeah. of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, what can we do to help? Well, Novalex delivered. So thank you so much, Novalex. You're helping these people. You're helping these people. You're helping a lot more people than I think you'll ever realize. Uh, they tweeted back. They're like, hey, our family of 10,000 employees is proud to be part of this effort. Um, whatever Novalex needs in the future, I will make sure that Adafruit does anything they ever need for the rest of our lives. So thank you so much, Novalex. And if you need food prep <laughs> storage, Novalex is your company. Yeah. Um, next up. So um, I did want to do a little bit of news and more. So we are day 22 of Adafruit's operations, mostly being shut down. So before uh, Wednesday of last month, if it was middle of the month, we had already gone down to 50% um, occupancy. Then we went down to 25%, and we were already mostly uh, uh, working from home. So we already had very few number of people in. This is before the city and state no, said we you had to do anything. You were like 40 to 72 hours ahead of everything. Then we decided let's uh, close down the company and then we'll see if we can resume if it makes sense. Yeah. And then we were called to be an essential business. But uh, one of the things that I'm really proud of is, and I know it's not going to last forever and it's going to be devastating when this changes, but for right now I can say this. We are 20-something days from when Adafruit shut down operations and none of our team members got ill. None of our team members got tested positive for COVID. Um, we're, we are in high communication with everybody on the team. And uh, if someone did get sick in any way, we would want to know because we'd want to tell the people that they work with. We have to. We report it. Yeah. And so I'm really proud of that. I know, I know given where we're at in New York City and, you know, people live in all the different boroughs, um, you know, somehow, some way, something will probably happen. Some of our team members have had friends that passed away. Some are taking care of family members. And that's a very intense experience, but so far so good. And the people that are working on site, uh, we have very strict protocols and we'll continue to stick to those. Uh, we're able to operate uh, around the clock so we can have staggered shifts. Uh, we have all the PPP uh, for our team members and we'll continue to share those protocols because eventually everyone's gonna have to go back to work. And if we're functioning this way and we're able to do it, I wanna share that information. Um, but it's not just a time for protocols. It's also a time to Get the word out about stuff. And yeah. so uh, Bruce is our designer, been with us for years, one of the most talented designers in the world, I think. So uh, Bruce is working on some posters. This one's not done yet. This is a Fight COVID-19 poster. And then Bruce is also working on this one, Wash Your Hands. And uh, look at this jerk. Is it, like, is it like Sparky's little sister or something? No, this is his bat virus jerk that's... Messing up everybody right now, but we're gonna. Yeah, nineteen written on it. Yeah, COVID nineteen. Yeah, and we're gonna wash this jerk off our hands. So um, we're gonna post these posters up for people to download and to print them everywhere. 
And then as we have our protocols that we have, like step one, when you get to Adafruit, step two, step three, and the signs that we have at Adafruit, we're going to publish those as well. Because we're going to have to, uh, things are going to change, but maybe we can help each other about what it means to go back to work one day too. That's right. Um, Lady, do it the right way. Lady and I are doing emergency orders. Um, our team is manufacturing. If this was Lady Ada there now, she would have a mask and gloves. This was a while ago. And uh, Yeah, this was a while ago. And uh, we've been able to get out tens of thousands of components. We were able to get emergency equipment same day. We were able to get um, motor controllers for a lot of the motors that people are controlling for the fast track of FDA-approved ventilators or trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Um We'll have a lot more of this in our Made in New York City section tonight. Um, folks are asking us, what can we do? Buy a gift certificate. Um, because it, hel- go bad. it helps us now, and you can spend it later. Yeah. If you like doing IoT stuff, we have a Plus account, IoT Plus, um, or sorry, Adafruit IO Plus. If you want to uh, use our IoT service, which is free, but if you want to give us 10 bucks, you can. You can also sign up for Adabox. We have about 50 slots out of four or five thousand left um we're not shipping right now but we will soon and so this is now the time and then if you're a business or a company or if you're someone who's like if i can only get some of lady Ada's time to work on this motor controller if i can only find the best avr programmer that knows python if i can only do this we only have so much lady Ada time and she is working on some mission critical projects and we're also doing logistics, we're also doing R&D, we're also doing prototyping, um, you, you can buy our services. And that's one of the ways that we hope that we can not only keep doing business, but help people, but also prioritize um, folks. We're also doing 99.9% of everything we do is free. Um, we are paying every person who did for it. We've not done any layoffs. We've not done any furloughing. Um, it's painful. I'll say it as, as a business owner with Lady Ada. Um, millions of dollars we're paying. And you know what? It's the right thing. And it's helping so many people because their families lost jobs, but the Adafruit job is still there. And they're staying home safe. Yeah. So, Working from home, so, stealing up. So we're going to do this as long as we possibly can. We're a very transparent company. We'll tell you all if we get into to a dangerous position where we're thinking of having to let people go or change the business. Um, I promise you we will tell you. And everyone at Adafruit thanks all of you who've stepped up, who've helped, who've offered kind words, who've uh, made it order and said ship it later who's bought a gift certificate so thank you everyone this this is a snapshot from some friday not too long ago all right we've been doing show and tell every week for a decade we expanded to an hour it is 7 p.m every wednesday asking engineers right now um we're going to talk about jp's show we do make a minute katney has a video that goes over all the things in the world of python and hardware help wanted time travel 3d printing made new york we have some new products. If you like PPE, this is the show for you. Yeah. We'll answer your questions. We do that on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. Join everybody on Discord. There's probably, I think we're probably up to like 18,000 right now. I haven't checked in a while. You can't go to your makerspace or hackerspace, so come online and join the cyber one. Open all, all that day. and more on Ask an Engineer. Okay, um, so uh, let's kick it off, Lady Ada. There were people on the show and tell. I would love to go over that. And they shared a bunch of projects and things. It was an hour long. It was delightful. It was amazing. All right. So many people. Take All right. Away. So we start off with Colin. Uh, sorry, sorry. First off was Kevin um, from DigiKey. Uh, he showed off and talked about his project, DK Strong. He made like 30-foot letters, um, like, sorry, 30 feet long, I think like six feet tall letters in um, the window of the DigiKey 
um, warehouse facing out into the parking lot, into the entrance. Um, and it has NeoPixels and Circuit Playgrounds, and each letter is individually controlled. And it's got like rainbows. Oh. And we'll show the video. We're going to show that later in the show. We'll show the video. Um, they talked about the process of making that and, you know, what they're doing at DigiKey and some of their process that they're going through because they're an essential business. DigiKey's essential. DigiKey carries almost everything we have at Adafruit. So if you're looking to pick up some Adafruit goodies um, and you can't wait, you need it tomorrow or the next day, you know, and you want to also get some DigiKey stuff, go to DigiKey. You can type in Adafruit and the part number, you know, 3333 or 2857. And uh, it'll take you to that page um, from the search box, and then you can purchase our parts from DigiKey and get them toot sweet to where you are anywhere in the world. Yeah, one thing to note, soon we'll have a feature on our site that if it's not available on Adafruit or if we're just not shipping right now because it's not considered essential, there'll be a one-click button that takes you to the DigiKey site for that product on DigiKey. That's right. Working on that now, the DigiKey IT staff was able to put together an easy way for us to do this. So that's one of my uh, requests for our design and dev team tomorrow. Um, things yeah. are happening fast. I know. It's like, it's like every hour. Yeah, you know. it's true. All right. So thanks to Kevin from DigiKey. He's come by every week and giving us an update from DigiKey. Uh, it's really cool to see how they're transforming their company. You know, they're, they're many, many years old. Uh, and so it's, it's like they're evolving and they're learning a lot of skills. And um, being agile and flexible in this um, new economy, this new reality is really important. Uh, it's also a good time to uh, experiment, try new things. Um, Kong came by, showed off a, uh, I think his uncle or his granduncle gave him a handy 53 uh, component uh, capacitor and resistor um, substitution box. And he showed it off inside. It's point-to-point wired. It's beautiful. Brent and Noah and Pedro all worked together on a temperature logging armband. We're going to show you the video later. They did a whole guide. Um, Brent was sick. He had a fever. Uh, and he was frustrated that he's like, I can't, he couldn't log his fever continuously. He had to remember to take his temperature and write it down every few hours. And he was feeling feverish. So if only there was a way to do this automatically. And he's like, hey, I've got the parts to do a uh, temperature armband um, that measures the temperature and uploads it to Adafruit.io for long-term storage plotting. And you can see how the fever is going. Um, Nun Pedro did a beautiful design for the enclosure as well. Phil B has been playing with Little VGL. It's a graphics library for Arduino. I showed it off on some Pi portals and Featherings and more guide coming soon. Aaron published a guide today, the easiest NeoPixel guide ever, your first guide to NeoPixels. You, you've heard of these things. How do you make them glow? You've never programmed before. You've never done electronics before. That's okay. Aaron's going to take you through it. Um, JP showed off the Barbie Clue. It's a clue board that's connected over Bluetooth to six Temperature probes, they can do high temperature measurements and display them all at once. Great for monitoring a lot of temperatures very easily and wirelessly. Noam Pedro, oh sorry, Noam Pedro did the armband. Um, Liz is working on a metallophone with a Raspberry Pi. Right now she has one solenoid, but she's going to have more solenoids soon and then it's going to play some tunes. Um, Keith built a Raspberry Pi DIY laptop for his daughter. It can play audio, it's got a keyboard, and she's learning like Unix and how to like type into a keyboard. Um, it's not for big people, it's only for little people, and it's covered with stickers. Sophie uh, showed off her face shield extender. It's an over-the-top extender to uh, common 3D printed face shield designs. Um, some doctors want more protection up top because they don't want to be open. Um, so she made a simple plastic add-on that goes with any of the existing designs 
uh, it folds in and creates a nice little dome and you don't even need to use more plastic if you're using transparency sheets it comes off of the same sheet of transparency um carrie made a uh breadboard switching power supply it's available on tindy you can select from a wide range of inputs like lipo batteries usb dc whatever and it outputs clean uh, voltages from 1.8 up to 6 volts and you can select exactly which volt. Very handy little breadboard tool. Check that out on Tindy. Richard A um, has also been working on face shield design. He's working with a group that got NIH approval for their face shield design. Also has a, you know, a, a forehead protector. And he wrote a new guide for CircuitPython powered weather cloud. Um, I'll show the video and guide for that soon. Trixabella uh, found some time to work on a camper. It's got 200 watts of solar. It's got a battery monitoring system over IoT. Uh, he's just got plenty of time to work on this camper now, and it looks like a lovely little home uh, in a lovely little garden. Uh, Drew um, had a friend who's making LED beads, and so he designed for them some super skinny PCBs to make it easy for them to craft these beads. Mark is learning robotics and got RPM matching on the two wheels of um, his robot, so 0.1% um, accuracy. Lars built a Wi-Fi scanner alert that tells him when a Wi-Fi um, hotspot has shown up for some reason, some nefarious purpose, uh, and he turned it into a gigantic project. It rings a doorbell, it has like a REST API. It's so cool and complicated, he learned a lot. Code Minion uh, wrote a NeoPixel GIMP plugin to make animation design easy for cosplayers. Bob made a USB test equipment, uh, 1 to 12 volt, 1 to 20 volt power supply, frequency counter, and more for educational purposes. Looks really cool. Uh, and Adam came by with a scanning electron microscope and showed off an AMG 8833 thermal camera and how it's designed underneath using the SEM. Super cool. I learned a lot. All right. All participants on the show and tell will eventually get a sticker. Not right now, though, because um, we're not shipping stickers. Part of our Adafruit live series of shows, JP has his show tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch and learn all these things that I'm about to show you. This is a preview, so take it away, JP. For our kitchen science experiment, we have the Barbeclue, which is showing two temperature probes that are wireless Bluetooth temperature probes. One is boiling at 100 degrees Celsius or 212 Fahrenheit. This is plain water. This one has a whole bunch of salt in it, and so its boiling temperature is raised to 217.4 Fahrenheit or 103 Celsius. And tomorrow you can expect to see a full show with MakeCode stuff and more. Um, we just finished the MakeCode newsletter. If you haven't already, go to adafruitdaily.com and sign up for the MakeCode newsletter. We do it once a month. We're up to like 1,400 subscribers already, so uh, it went by fast. So we're going to do a, like 1,000 thanks. And uh, if you have a Circuit Playground Express, go to makecode.adafruit.com, plug it in, and you'll be able to instantly drag and drop some programming and more. It is a good time and a, a good opportunity, especially if you have one or you can get one from DigiKey, um, to teach kids how to code.
That's right. It's fun. And like every time we have teachers, students, workshops that have circuit playground expresses, they say they can't get them to stop. So yeah. if your kids are not actually paying attention to the Zoom classes, because who is, you might as well give them some circuit playgrounds and maybe they'll learn something about coding or lights or yep. programming uh, and have some fun. And they can build that 20 second wash timer for yeah. the first project. And uh, here's last week's Make Code Minute. JP, take it away and I'll see you on the other side. So for the Make Code Minute today, what I want to talk about is creating an animation function for a light pulse, which we can then control the color of using a button on the Circuit Playground Express. So here you can see I've got my Circuit Playground Express, and it is pulsing this nice little pulse animation uh, in a single color, and it's just changing the brightness right now. When I press the button, the A button here, I'll get a different color and it's a randomly selected color. So the way that I'm doing this inside of Make Code, on start, I'm using this set all pixels to, and I'm using hue, saturation, and value, which is easier than red, green, blue for this sort of thing, uh, because I'll be able to randomize just the hue value later uh, when I want to change color. So at first we'll get a, a particular color here, kind of a reddish color. Uh, and then for my forever loop, I'm calling a function that I made called light pulse, and I'm giving it a value of 128. So if we look at this function, what the function does is it brings in whatever that number is that I sent along with the call to the function, and I'm calling that a variable named max, which is a, an integer value. What happens is I loop through twice. The first time I loop through, I run a value of zero to whatever that maximum number is. So that's essentially going to be the highest level of brightness we get to. So we're going to go once through and set the brightness of the NeoPixels to zero, and then one, two, three, four, all the way up to 128. Then we go through and do it backwards. So I'm setting the brightness to whatever that max value is minus the index number, which will go zero, one, two, three up, up through. So it'll essentially decrease that brightness. Then, to change the colors, I click the button. What happens is it sets a variable I created called hue to a number between 0 and 255 using this random block. Then it sets all the pixels to that hue, and then I'm also logging that inside of the console. Uh, and so that is a way that you can use make code to create your own custom animation cycle with a random color input inside of make code. And that is your make code minute. All right, JP's workshop tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time. JP's doing a mini show until afterwards. Learn how to make all the stuff, the barbecue, <laughs> and more. All right, here we go. So we have a Python on, hard news, new, hard, Python on Hardware newsletter that we do every single week, and the team is taking it over while I am diverted on some other stuff, and I have to say it is fantastic. On top of that, Katni does a video recap of the Circuit Python newsletter, and... Here it is. It's awesome. Take it away, Katni. Hello again. This is Katni with your weekly Python on hardware news. Every week we put together the Python for Microcontrollers newsletter. It is available through adafruitdaily.com. Head over there to sign up and see all of the past and current newsletters. Or tune in each week to hear what's going on. Adafruit is continuing to operate as an essential business under New York City executive order to provide assistance with the COVID-19 outbreak. Most employees are working remotely, while a few are working in the Adafruit factory to help manufacture and ship desperately needed PPE to the surrounding area. This week, 
Adafruit received a literal ton of plastic, so the Adafruit team and teams around New York City can continue manufacturing face shields for the New York City area and beyond. Thank you to Novalex for the donation. Noah and Pedro have been 3D printing headbands for face shields and shipped a set to Adafruit, where the team added the plastic shields and readied them for distribution. For more information and photos, check out the Adafruit blog and social media to find the latest updates. In the world of Python on Hardware News, CircuitPython 5.1.0 Stable was released this week. It features Microlab, a NumPy-like fast vector module that allows for performing mathematical operations 10 to 50 times as fast as CircuitPython alone, and F-strings, a more convenient way to build strings dynamically. These new features are enabled on nearly all the CircuitPython-compatible boards except those with SAMD21 microcontrollers. It also includes two new CircuitPython-compatible boards and various bug fixes. Check out the blog for more details and visit circuitpython.org to download it. A group of Stanford University computer science instructors are coming together as an active community service to offer their teaching services free of charge for people who want to learn introductory coding in Python. The course runs from April 13th to May 22nd and is available to those with no programming experience and time to dedicate to learning. The student application deadline is April 8th. The learning experience, called CS106A, Code in Place, will be an introductory programming course using the Python language, using material from the first half of Stanford University's established intro course. Code in Place requires no previous background in programming, just a willingness to work hard and a love for learning. Adafruit hardware is now being certified as open source. Adafruit is an open source hardware and software company. The Open Source Hardware Association provides a certification process, the results of which offer an easy and straightforward way to indicate that your hardware meets a standard for open source. To that end, we've been working on submitting certification applications for Adafruit hardware to Oshawa. We've submitted a significant number of applications, and we're super excited to announce that the first approvals have been granted. This week, 15 new boards were certified, all CircuitPython-compatible microcontrollers. Check out the Oshawa Certified Projects directory for all the details. The CircuitBrains Deluxe by Nullbyte Labs LLC has gone live on CrowdSupply. CircuitBrains Deluxe is the smallest solder will Atmel SAMD51 castellated module on the market at 29mm by 29mm. They've taken care of the tough work of pin mappings, power and decoupling layout, clock, flash, assembly, bootloader, and firmware. The core of CircuitBrains Deluxe is the Atmel SAMD51 J19 Cortex-M4 microcontroller, and it ships with CircuitPython. Check out the campaign on CrowdSupply for more details. Sean Heimel shows how to build a temperature logger with the Adafruit Feather STM32F405 Express and the PCT2075 Stemma temperature sensor. Learn how to read data from analog sensors using an MCP3008 with a Raspberry Pi and the Adafruit CircuitPython library using Adafruit Blinka. Unlock four mysteries of the use of self in Python with a thorough post on Medium, including examples. Send emails using Python with a tutorial and accompanying YouTube video, including using a secure connection and Python's built-in SMTP lib to send basic emails. Learn how to create a virtual on-screen keyboard using Python and tkinter. 
Drew posted slides from a presentation he gave on MeGen, LightX, and how Python is useful for chip design. Esden livestreamed how LightX, based on MeGen, lets you use the power of Python for FPGA design. Sophie designed a dodecahedron made of custom-milled PCBs with 55 NeoPixel LEDs, all running CircuitPython. Create your own Godzilla monster light-up handwashing sign in this Instructables posted by Caitlin's dad. The tutorial includes multiple examples of easily adding LEDs to different types of projects. Meet Alice, a Kinect-controlled FPV mini-tech powered by CircuitPython on an Adafruit Feather. In the Virtual RepRap Festival 2020, user Rennie Tinkerdork prints 3D frames and embellishes them with electronics. This one uses a Feather M4, Data Logger Featherwing, and DotStar and NeoPixel LEDs. In his Friday Fun blog post, Les P posts a series of free projects to do while you're at home, all from his Pi user section of Linux Format Magazine, including hacking Minecraft, creating GUI apps, and using Dropbox to share sensor data. RK Blog posts a tutorial on thermal printers for makers and programmers, covering a number of different thermal printers and including a section on CircuitPython compatibility. Diode Magazine posts part one of a series on learning MicroPython on the MicroBit. Learn the basics of MicroPython on the MicroBit and how to create some cool electronic gadgets along the way. Creatronics posted a tutorial on using MicroPython on the Fire Beetle ESP32 microcontroller board. Learn how to connect and get data from an MLX90393 magnetometer with an Adafruit Feather M0 running CircuitPython on the Learn MicroPython website. Check out learnmicropython.com for that and many more examples. This week, one new board was added to CircuitPython, the Seed Studio Xiao. If you are interested in adding a new board to CircuitPython, check out the Adafruit Learn system for a series of guides on getting your board added to CircuitPython and CircuitPython.org. There were three new learn guides this week. First up, Melissa put together an epic guide on adding a single board computer to Blinka. Blinka allows you to use the CircuitPython libraries with various single board computers, but there are so many out there that not all of them are included. If your favorite one is missing, there is now a guide to walk you through how to get it added. Kevin documented a project demonstrating plotting the Clue's wide variety of onboard sensors and analog input pads using CircuitPython and Display.io. And John Park wrote up a guide including creating a no-touch hand wash timer with Clue, Display.io, and CircuitPython. We added two new CircuitPython libraries to the bundle this week, BLE MIDI and IBBQ bringing us to a total of 224 CircuitPython libraries. Head over to circuitpython.org libraries to download the latest bundle. A couple of updates from the CircuitPython team this week. Jeff has made progress on ProtoMatter and currently has it working on the NRF52840. It is adapted to work with Display.io. He's still dealing with a memory issue that has been difficult to sort out, but is making headway. Melissa published the aforementioned Learn Guide and then turned her attention to CircuitPython.org to add a few updates, including adding a date sorting feature so boards can be sorted by the date they were added. This allows you to find new boards more easily. The PyCon 2020 team announced planned talks, tutorials, posters, and much more available online. To participate, 
visit the PyCon US 2020 remote page and subscribe, or subscribe to the PyCon US 2020 YouTube channel. They are aiming to begin releasing content around April 15th when the conference was scheduled to begin. And that is your Python hardware news for this week. Go to Adafruit Daily to subscribe to the newsletter or tune in again next week. All right, and that is Python on hardware uh, for the week. I want to do a special thanks to Anne and the entire Circuit Python team and also Katni because I know what it takes to make things like this because I do it every week besides now. So I know the love and care and attention to detail that you need and the amount of like, okay, I have to remember 50 things at once and do voiceover and get this video in the right format. I think it sounds smooth and, and natural. And know all the, the material. Yeah. So um, thank you so much, Katni, because it's, it, it saves us a lot of time so we can work on the things that we have to work on. Help Wanted. Um, there are some jobs on the job board, jobs.adafruit.com. There's also companies that are posting up things. But during this time, I just want to remind everyone, um, there's lots of things that we can all do. The number one thing, if you don't have to go anywhere and you're not an essential worker... Don't. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home, because the sooner we all stay home and flatten this curve, the sooner we can go back to doing what we all want to do. But this is when it matters the most, so stay home. Now, if you are someone who is doing essential work, or if you're someone who's volunteering, or if you have a 3D printer, um, what I would suggest is take a look at the show and tell we just had, and look what Richard did. Richard is working on a design with uh, the local hospital, doing um, cloth mask deliveries and drop-offs, and being able to do things. There is roles for people to do things who want to do things, especially if you don't have any comorbidities, you don't have any um, pre-existing conditions, if you live by yourself, if you're very isolated already, and you can go and do something and come back. If there's, yeah. there, there are things that, that the cities and states need. If and you they'll can, say so. If you can donate blood, donate blood. Yeah, they need blood. Um, that's one of the things. If, check out your local hospital system. I've seen a lot of states and cities. There's a, a website for each hospital, and they'll say what they need donations yeah. of, what kind of PPE they're looking for. Maybe you have N95 masks or gowns or rubber gloves that they need. It's different for every system, yeah. right? Just what, what New York City I'll, needs is not necessarily what Boston needs. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I think is helpful, too. If you see someone lashing out online or if it's a friend and they're acting weird they're saying things on online chats or they're tweeting um, erratically, um, call them up on the phone and talk to them. Um, give them a chance to, you know, we all going to need to lean on each other. Not everyone has mental health care or health care. Um, maybe talk to them. I had a conversation with someone today who was kind of spinning out on Twitter, and, and my thought was now's not the time to name and shame. Now's the time to come together, and who cares what someone else is doing? Let's all focus on what we can do, and let's move forward. And yeah. if someone had disagreements in the past, you know what? I promise you we'll be angry. Put, put that on we'll hold. Be, we'll be angry with each other later. It'll be back to grudges later. But yeah. right now, just drop it. Um, so I, I think that's one of the things that we can all do. If you see someone who's, you know, we're all processing this in different ways. Um, I'm using the phone more than often, more often than I ever have, because I'm talking to people. And I understand email is not a good medium sometimes. And I hope they can hear it in my voice. It's like, we can get through this. There's a path. We can do this. But we really do need everyone. There, it's not going to just be a few people getting everyone through. We need everyone to help get this everyone through. This is a through. huge team effort. Yeah. Um, we can go back to being jerks later, but not right now. And, and if you don't want to help, stay home. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of the way. This certainly is like to stay, yeah. just stay home. And um, the other thing is uh, if you need engineering assistance, we have that. So I wanted to put that out there. Um, 
It's time travel. Time travel. So a few things going on. Yeah. Yeah. um, So first up, if you go on, if you go on our blog, we have a post about the um, paycheck protection program loan. So we're being completely transparent, like we always do. So we applied for this. Our bank is Chase. Yeah. We have not heard back yet. We have um, an idea that they've received the application. Um, Adafruit has never taken a loan. We've never gotten a tax break. We've never gotten a grant. We didn't even get turned into a woman-owned company certification because we made too much money and we have too many employees. Um, we've never received anything from anyone. I, I, I did get in a... Before this pandemic, I got into a, <laughs> a scoldy argument with someone because they said, well, Adafruit's always getting like free money from the government because you're woman-owned. I'm like, no. In fact, it's harder to be a woman-owned company. So... Um, we applied, and uh, we if we get it, great. If there is low interest or no interest loans, that just means just that... Just to help us. That means that we can keep paying everyone for as long as possible. We're not going to die without it, but eventually we would, so we're asking. So um, we'll see how that goes. We're also applying for some other things. We've not heard anything back yet. We're taking screenshots every step of the way. We're yeah. talking to our bankers. There is one thing that Stella, our C- CFO, noticed. And by the way... If you see Stella in the chats, which she is on Discord, um, please tell her thank you. Stella managed to build an Adafruit that can get us to survive. She's doing banking and spreadsheet gymnastics at midnight. I can work a long Non-stop. period of time. I, well, I can't keep up with Stella. I crashed out and died. I had to hand the phone to Lady Ada. Um, I got so dizzy from being away for so long, I just passed out. But Stella was there, and she was able to... Um, complete this one of these application things we I know it was because everyone in the world it's like basically like Ticketmaster but even yeah. worse everyone in the world who has Chase and Chase is one of the biggest so, banks in America all applying and, at once and most of all you know from our contractors to our internal team members to even the cleaning crew that's an outside company we're still paying um, that's happening because Stella is making those payments so thank you Stella um, so one thing I did notice on the Chase PPP application it has this little thing. So anyone who gets this loan, you know what they're supposed to do? Yeah. When possible, buy American products. So. Which we do. Which we do, which I'm not worried about us. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if you're a company and you're getting one of these loans and you've been like, oh, I'll save a dollar on Alibaba or, you know, AliExpress, which you never do anyways for electronics, maybe consider buying something from Adafruit with all this, you know, PPP money that you're getting when we're back. Just saying, if you're you know an educational uh, company that that buys electronics, yeah, maybe spend some of that money when you're all finished with stuff when you have to buy supplies again on Adafruit. Yeah, just saying. Okay. Maybe it's a good time. Maybe to start doing that. So we're documenting that and more. Um, other things going on. Um, T.J. McKee wrote a nice article and included Adafruit in it. It's over on Supply Frame Hardware. Make Magazine had a great article about what Adafruit and other companies are doing. Um, we happen to have the Adafruit poster um, with Lady Ada on it from Make Magazine when Lamar was on the cover. And we also had a face shield that we made. So oh. I put that there and I took a photo. I'm safe. In the world of open source hardware, we're an open source hardware company. There are a few things going on. A long time ago, co- uh, Command Line Heroes from Red Hat came in and interviewed Lady Ada, they interviewed Aya Badir, they interviewed uh, Alicia from the Open Hardware Summit and Open Source Hardware Association, and that is now released. It's about almost an hour altogether with the the two uh, podcasts they have, but it's Mm -hmm. the history of open source hardware, the summit, and more, and it was a fantastic interview. Yes, 
This is in the before times, and it yeah. like popped up now. And yeah, back when we did conferences. I'm excited. So if you ever wanted to have like the inside scoop of how the Open Source Hardware Summit came about, how um, Lady Ada got involved with Open Source Hardware, where uh, you know the other efforts went or didn't yeah. go, um, tune in. Command Line Heroes. Um, also, I'm going to try to keep track of all the ventilators that use Adafruit hardware. This is a Itsy Bitsy. Yeah, there's a um, Itsy Bitsy M4, it looks like. Yeah. It's cute. There's there's now hundreds, so I'm, I, I can't keep track of all of them, but what a great problem to have. Um, a lot of these that are being prototyped and then going off and being tested are using our stuff. That's some of the stuff that we're making and shipping instantly for essential business needs. Um, we have 2,174 guides. That's right. Lady Ada, what is on the big board this week? Okay, so we've got that guide from, and Pedro will show the video, Brent with the code for a wearable continuous temperature monitor. Um, so a handy way to measure body temperature in your armpit uh, and uh, either store it on the clue board or a feather board or itsy bitsy uh, NRF52840 or send it to Adafruit.io for long-term data plotting, analysis, and graphing. We've got from Aaron St. Blaine, your very easiest, first, like, simplest way to get glowing with NeoPixels. Like, you've seen these glow LEDs, you want to use them, but you're scared, you don't know what a compiler is, no problem. This guide is the easiest possible beginner guide for NeoPixels. Once you're good at that, though, you can uh, step it up and build Richard A's CircuitPython Connected Weather Cloud this um, lamp connects to the internet, gets open weather map data, so what the weather is going to be in your uh, location over the next 24 hours. And then the cloud itself is either like yellowish for sunny or um, like white when it's cloudy or like has little blue sparkles when it's rainy or it can even do uh, thunder bolt uh, like flashes. And it has speakers as well. So it's a full audio visual project um, for you to build a, a you know ambient weather display in a cloud. Uh, people love these, they're so cute, and you can hang it from your ceiling. Colin uh, is at home, staying at home, and he wants some... Actually, Colin actually came me. in to make face shields, and the Adafruit employee that was in the Wall Street Journal, if you look close, right. was Colin. That's right. But you can't really tell because he had a hat, because, mask, yeah, and glasses. Yeah, I know, see. But underneath that helpful yeah. helper was Colin. So I'm like, hey, look, hey, Colin's Colin. in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, so he made this little creative inspiration activity generator. So he, he really likes like the like the Brian Eno like inspiration cards, like the um, um, oblique strategy. So this is kind of a similar idea. There's uh, three sets of words, you know, like adjectives and nouns. And um, every time you press a button, it'll pick a random element. And give you some you know inspirational ideas like a drawing about prom acting or a song about a danger robot see this this is kind of cool um and of course you can customize the words it's all written in circuit python it's a great beginner project uh and looks super fun to build as well maybe inspire your next TikTok. and uh carter also we uh wrapped up a um guide on using the rock block iridium modem uh, if you want to send data from anywhere in the world, literally, uh, everywhere in the world, you can do that using the Iridium um, satellite system. Uh, what happened? Oh, do you mind clicking on that? Sorry. Right That's fine. I had to go to the other thing, but no. I'm back now. Can you, can you click on the rock block? Right. <laughs> there you go. So if you're Blinka 
and uh, you're in North America and you want to send a message to somebody in Europe, you don't want to use a cellular network, you don't want to use Wi-Fi, uh, you want to use satellites, geosynchronous satellites, uh, the RockBlock modem is a pretty inexpensive way to do that. You can send chunks of data, and this guide goes through how to use it with CircuitPython, uh, and also with Raspberry Pi. So if you want to um, send Raspberry Pi data over cellular or receive it, and if you want to log that data, let's say you're reading um, temperature data, humidity data, you want to plot that, he also shows you how you can send that data to Adafruit.io for long-term plotting and data analysis. So it's like a real full guide on, you know, you want to attach these to like an orca, you want to put these in the North Pole, Whatever you want to do, uh, you can get that data and then graph it and display it anywhere in the world. It's very exciting. Okay, so more guides ahead. I'm in New York City, it's time for some Adafruit factory footage. We are still manufacturing some things. We are still doing some things. We also have some scenes around New York. So uh, first up, this is Vance. And uh, Vance was making some of the 3D printed face shields. Those are the different ones that we're doing. These are small runs that Noah and Pedro are sending up to us, and then we're donating those. And this is from a doctor. Um, these are amazing. Thank you so much for getting these to me. I handed over uh, them over to our amazing ER residents for use. They love the pink variation. I'll get them to take some pictures. They're willing to send them to you. The adjustable strap and is, is much uh, more comfortable. Um, and you guys are the best. So nice. thank you, Vance, for doing that. Um, we have these fever scanners. These are very specifically tuned devices. So you can, from a distance, see someone's temperature. It does work. Um, I have a demo of how we're modding these to work with, uh, one, you know, not be Chinese language, but two, uh, do a little bit more and different things with it. So here's a video that we shot just, uh, it feels like a week ago, but I think it was yesterday. Okay, this is what we're working on. These are high-speed fever screeners. And uh, right now it's kind of like this nice standalone thing on a tripod. These go at the uh, openings of an office, um, restaurants, you name it. And we're gonna do a test because we just got everything working and I have um, a new sound that'll play when it detects something. So because neither one of us have a fever, uh, but we do have lunch. So let's see what happens when it sees ladies lunch. High temperature detected. Please proceed to secondary temperature fever screening. High temperature detected. All right. Please proceed to se Okay, now you have to go take that broccoli for secondary. I know. Yeah. Delish. Yum. Okay, and so as you can see, this is it here. I'm gonna go to the overhead and I'll show you what the screen has. And uh, you can see this is the, you know, no. there's no temperature right here, but then Lady Ada will put a Lady Ada hand in there. And you then see you my can temperature? See 96, temperature. 97? Yeah. So that's pretty good. And then one thing, um, because, you know, we tested up a, a lot of these. Um, so why don't you uh, focus it on me Yeah. and tell me what it's reading off. Okay. It says you're 97.8. Now I have a very small one that's very accurate. 97.6 so uh within 0.2 degrees point Fahrenheit, two, which is like pretty yeah, much and these can, can go um you know this is like 30 feet up to can 10, yeah can and like when when you see that flash it's it's uh it's when it's pointed at something hot up well, there well right we have now. these computers and screens yeah so there's a lot of hot stuff here yeah and so um these are very handy this is part of our workforce return to workforce tool set that we'll have at the door um 
we'll make sure that it's something that we know it doesn't stop anything. It's just one layer, and it also makes people think about their temperatures. Yeah. Um, Fever screening is just one part of a safer yeah. workplace. And one of the things that we're doing is uh, allocating enough of these and also some other uh, thermometers. So every Adafruit team member has one at home. Every Adafruit team member has their temperature at work, and we'll just continue to do this. Uh, CDC, right when we're on air, launched new guidelines. Basically, they're saying even if someone in an essential workplace tests positive, they're saying that doesn't matter now. Um, you don't isolate everyone. If you're not symptomatic, it's okay because no. because that, that, that things are changing so fast. So my opinion is assume everyone has it always, That's right. forever, and have gla- gloves, masks, do sanitary procedures, take everyone's temperature before they yeah. leave the house, when they get there, and that is the way we can function barely right now as a society to keep things going and help people. But it's also going to be part of the new normal. Yeah. So let's... Yeah, uh, agree. Yeah. So that's the way to go. Vance, packing it up. Yep. This is some of the plastic we cut for the face shields. And some of the different models and variations we've been doing. This is them laid out before they get sterilized and put in a bag. This is uh, us doing a photo shoot here at the apartment for about this product some soon. of the things. This is every business on our way to Adafruit and back. This is Lady Ada and I going down the street. We uh, test all of the PPE and also urban commuter um, things, just like uh, this that we're talking about. Um, We test these before we would even put them in the store. They work great. They're really good for commuting. We use them. Um, This is Lady Ada in a mask uh, at Adafruit Empty. This is uh, me spying on her and doing a selfie in front of it. Uh, This is Lady Ada doing some testing. This is the machine line, more Lady Ada uh, mm-hmm. processing some uh, purchasing. This is uh, disinfecting some stuff. This is more empty machines. This is us fooling around because um, sometimes we go a little crazy. Um, this is me getting a wriggle uh, oscilloscope out within an hour for the folks over at New Labs who are doing some ventilator stuff. They needed it fast. We got it uh, out Came to them with less than 40 minutes yeah. uh, at night. This is uh, some empty shelving. Or so empty Idafruit with full shelving. And then if you look close in the back, that's Kristen, who's working in shipping solo. We have some other photos and more that we've been... Um, you've collected all these mannequin heads, and it's like these... You've totally... You've been, been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this. And then last up, here's a screenshot from our weekly all-company State of the Fruit. So we've done State of the Fruit for, I don't know, about a decade and it's everybody in the company is invited. We usually do it at 5.30 on Fridays, but now we do it virtually. And uh, people come by, we record it, they can watch it later. And uh, this is just a screenshot. This is Jesse May. I believe Jesse May is in the uh, behind the scenes Slack. Oh, and I wanna say one, thank you Jesse May for all your work, but also it is always delightful to talk to Jesse May. She is fantastic. She always inspires me to be a good person. Um, she has so, a good heart. So thank you, Jesse May, just for being you. And that is the main in New York City factory footage for the week. 3D printing. All right. Extruding, extruding, extruding. We have um, one uh, video that Noam Pedro did. This is the armband temperature sensor with Adafruit IO. And yep. then we're going to do a speed up. We're going to play them back to back, and I'll see you on the other side. Later. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're building an IoT wearable temperature monitor. We designed this to be a hands-free portable device that monitors your temperature. The armband is 3D printed in flexible filament and features the MCP9808 temperature sensor. 
This continuously monitors your body's temperature during the day or while you sleep. With Adafruit I.O., you can track your data for long-term storage and visualization. You can plot your data using line charts so you can see your temperature change over time. Using Adafruit I.O. triggers, you can get an email notification if your temperature gets too high. This uses the Adafruit Feather NRF52840 so you can recharge the battery over USB. In the sketch, you can change the temperature values and use either Fahrenheit or Celsius. The code was written by Brent Rubel and it's available on GitHub. Check out the Learn Guide for a full step-by-step -step tutorial with build photos. It walks you through setting up your dashboard and uploading the code with Arduino. We think this is a nice way to combine your BLE devices with IoT projects. The CAD assembly uses 3D models of Adafruit parts that are available to download from GitHub. The design features sketches and user parameters so it's easy to make adjustments. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. The parts are secured without any screws and the case is designed to snap fit. With a built-in slide switch holder, you can easily turn the device on and off. To see the LED indicators through the case, we use translucent PLA filament. The device easily slides over your arm and it can be tightened using the flexible strap. The sensor is worn facing outwards and it should be placed underneath your armpit. You can monitor your dashboard with your mobile device so you can keep track of your temperature while you're at work or while you're sleeping. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more IoT projects from Adafruit. every single Wednesday at 11 a.m. with Noah and Pedro. They also do a show-and-tell supplementary special edition that you can tune into. Okay, uh, next up. So before we go over to INPI, I wanted to first thank DigiKey for all their help and support during this. Um, they were on my speed dial, and I said, here's what we're doing in Adafruit. Um, here's what we need some help with, and what can you do? And not only have they been able to get us components for mission-critical essential needs from parts that we need to make some of these ventilator components and more, um, but just being there is a great partner and great friend. So what they um, showed during the show and tell uh, was this project. This is a drone outside of DigiKey. So they have a, of course, smaller number of people there. They have uh, very intense protocols to keep everyone safe. And this was a really neat thing to see, uh, the circuit uh, playground powered mm -hmm. with NeoPixels. Like 30 circuit playgrounds. And you can see, you know, they have an enormous facility and you can even see the sign from there. But this is the DK Strong um, sign 
that uh, Kevin, the team, made, and you can see those big DigiKey signs on there. And this is out of Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Still um, have snow on the ground. Still have snow on the ground and more. So thank you, DigiKey, for all of that and more. Um, it's time for I on MPI, brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit. I on MPI. It's an amazing song. Okay, um, what are we doing on Ion MPI this week? Okay, we actually have a topical eye on MPI this week. So we've covered all sorts of chips and wireless sensors and all that good stuff. But I want to have to break it down to something really basic, which is alarm systems. Um, the reason I thought this was interesting is we've been uh, chatting with and working with um, uh, some groups of people who are doing, you know, medical design, ventilator designs. And one of the requirements for um, medical equipment is it has to have alarm systems. It has to have a way of telling people that something went wrong. Yeah, you know, unplugged. when you see the um, kind of the, the intense videos of doctors in the ER that are like talking to like MSNBC or CNN and they're, they're live, you can hear all the beepings going yeah. on because it's uh, ventilators in the background and the alarms are going off because... That's what they're doing. Yeah, people, you know. It's alarming. If something goes wrong, but especially yeah. if, like, power is cut. Um, you know, somebody trips over, they move a wheelchair, you know, somehow they maybe snag a power cord or something. Um, the device gets unplugged. Um, there's battery backup, but that battery backup only runs for a few minutes. It needs to al alert people, and especially in industrial or medical situations, it can be incredibly loud, right? It's already very loud. So a lot of people will use like little piezos for their projects with Arduinos and you know, you send a square wave to them and they go beep beep, you know, little, little beeping sound like your alarm clock. Um, and those are great, uh, you know, for little projects, but when you're dealing with industrial equipment, medical equipment, you need something really loud. Um, so uh, coincidentally, uh, this week, DigiKey and Kui, CUI, uh, which make all sorts of speakers and connectors and stuff, came with a new series, a CPS series of sirens. Um, and these are, like, incredibly adorable. Um, so this is like a little siren. You can see the, the speaker output. Inside is um, a, a piezo disc. It even has a little mounting plate here. Um, and this version, oh, thank you. Let's sort of see it. This version has a little mounting zone here and you can tune it. Um, and then this version, which I really liked, is just you just drill a gigantic hole in you know, your, your wood panel and you just plug this in. And um, what I like about these sirens is first off, um, they're really lovely designs because they're, they're like enclosed. I like that they're solid, you know, they're, they're kind of splash proof, not waterproof, but at least, you know, they're not exposed piezo discs. And, um, you get just power and ground. And inside, um, you know, there's the, the PWM piezo driver that makes them beep. Now, I'm actually not going to turn these on. And the reason I'm not going to turn these on is these are like 100 to 120 dB, which is the same um, volume of like a police siren, but it would only be five inches away from you uh, from this microphone. And I really don't want to hurt your hearing. So I'm um, not going to turn these on, but just believe me, they are incredibly loud and painful and will totally blast through whatever background sounds you have in your factory or in your facility. And especially what I think is important about these sirens is because they're just power and ground, you can use them as part of a safety interlock. Because usually when you have an audio system built into your microcontroller or microcomputer, you have I2S out, you have a DAC, you have PWM, but you have to have that operating system, that microcontroller running to make that audio sound, that verbal spoken effect or those beeps. What's nice about these is that 
completely analog driven, relay driven, um, read switch driven. You know, somebody opens something, it turns on, and you don't have to worry about like some software system that has its own alarm, perhaps. This is an incredibly useful backup that you don't have to worry about like, oh, my Linux kernel crashed or my watchdog timer went off on the microcontroller. Um, these, you know, you power them, they make an ear splitting siren. That's it. Very simple, very effective, and only a couple bucks. So check them out. There's a variety of different sizes and styles. Um, they're all available from DigiKey. Right, and uh, this, this is, is the part number. This is the part number. Um, you'll also see this in our post tomorrow. You can also search for it on the DigiKey site. But uh, this is the 102 CPS 7560 11 L450 and ND. So, so that's this one, which I which I like. But you can see. I mean, these are they're not too big, but they are loud as heck. Uh, so a great way to very easily add an alarm, a good-looking alarm system to your project. Yeah. And that is this week's Ion MPI. Ion MPI. All right, believe it or not, we have new products this week. We're still That's doing right. this. All right, so... All right. Never stopping. So uh, just a reminder, we have gift certificates. If you want to support Adafruit, please do. You can get them now, spend them later. We have Adafruit IO Plus accounts. We have Adabox. And then for the folks out there that are looking for logistics, engineering, manufacturing, R&D, we are doing some bits of that as well. First up on new products of the week. Okay, so we've got a pulse oximeter. Uh, we had one last week, so you're probably like, what's new about this one? Well, this one's got Bluetooth. If you like zoom in, you can see a little like B Bluetooth icon. B is for Bluetooth. B is for Bluetooth. So actually, uh, we started this project to make a Bluetooth oximeter um, library for CircuitPython like many months ago. Um, and we we're like, oh yeah, we will have no problem getting pulse oximeters. And now you can't get pulse oximeters. So we put it into coming soon. Uh, we have them on order. What's nice about these is they um, have a uh, documented Bluetooth protocol that can send the pulse rate and pulse oximeter data, again, for data logging or analysis, or if you want to send it over Wi-Fi or something. So a lot of like cool biohacking projects that we've been meaning to get to, we're going to get to. So if you are looking for a pulse oximeter with Bluetooth that you can actually get data out of, uh, sign up, and you'll get notified when this is in stock. Okay, next up, um, this is another face shield that we're now stocking um, or will be able to stock soon. So uh, I should be super clear about these. These are not the ones that we make at Adafruit. We are a reseller yes. of these. They're still going to be super cheap. The ears are not 3D printed. It, they are a very uh, simple and quick and basic disposable. design, basically disposable. Um, Although you can clean them off. I will say yeah. what's nice about this is it has anti-fog plastic on it. Do you mind passing me the, I am the gonna, fun head? Yeah, I am going to get the fun head. Thank you. <laughs> so fun head, yeah, Lady Ada and I, we've had a conversation in the past. Uh, she never, she's just like, oh, so you bought another head. And, and It definitely I, was like, okay, there's like I've, eight heads. I've always, I've, I, I have a few of these and I have a glass head at the office that we put NeoPixels in. But um, this is now our photo model and uh, this is the... Uh, Thank you, Fred. Yeah, I don't know if it's Fred. But, um, <laughs> How do you know it's not Fred? I don't know. That's true. You can't, it's okay, so try blowing onto it to fog it up. Yeah, see? Doesn't fog. Yeah. Which is something you'll notice very quickly, by the way, when you're wearing masks and these commuter hats, is uh, stuff yeah. fogs up. 
So these um, these have anti-fog. Um, but we want to have a version that we could also get to uh, first responders, people working in the city, and New York. So um, we're going to be sending these out to people uh, yeah. to sign up. We'll notify you when they're available for general purpose purchasing. Okay. Um, so that's the face shields. Yes. And one other goal that we have is, of course, we're taking care of everyone in New York City, New York State. We also want to make sure this goes to people on the front lines at grocery stores, people who interact with the public. Um, we want to ask our uh, local post office if they need these. So we're going to try to make sure that we do our best to keep everybody safe. And the fact that we're a logistics company and we're a supply company and we can even manufacture some of these, we can get some of these to sell, we're doing that. Um, next up. Okay. Non-contact thermometer. So you're probably starting to see these. Um, another uh, very handy fever scanning device because you don't have to stick something in somebody's ear or mouth or whatever. Um, these non-contact uh, temperature scanners that you, you saw Phil demo. Um, we have one here, a, a one model, and it can show it on the overhead. Yeah, let's uh, What's go nice, to the yeah. overhead. What's nice about these is that, again, they're non-contact, so inside there's a little thermo scanner, like a little um, uh, IR temperature. Uh, meter and it's calibrated for humans so that you know you're like a couple inches away you point this at somebody uh, like I can point it at my hand it'll say uh, 95 point you know 97.5 degrees and then if I point it at something warm or something cool like maybe I'll point it at this let me point thing. it at, let me point it at this hot Mac okay let's point it at the hot Mac okay it's like oh my goodness you're 106 degrees that's what it looks like running um, Video software. Yeah. <laughs> my video saw my MacBook has a fever, which is true, it does. Yeah. So you can set these up to be in Fahrenheit or centigrade. Uh, you know, we're Americans, so we like Fahrenheit. Um, but either way, and then, um, you know, there's basically limits for, uh, you know, low or high is red. And then if you're within a safe human temperature range, it's green. Um, these are very nice and uh, precise. So, you know, if you want to very quickly scan a bunch of people, especially for workspaces or, you know, a hotel or, you know, you have people, a lot of people coming into your So zone. just so everybody knows, I check Lady Ada's temperature every day because I have to make sure nothing happens to her. I, I have to. I I'm have safe. to. So I do this every single day. Okay. This is the one we use. But these are really good for, for human yeah. temperature. We really like them. All right, next up. Um, well, I guess I should start. Well, this is a photo of it with that head, the same head. Um, but Thanks, we, we saw these online, and it was a group of travelers in, like, South Korea. And you said, where can I And I it? said, I want that. Yeah. I need that, and my team needs that. And we commute, and other people commute, and this is what we need. And we got them. And... Uh, this is, you. this is your little lazy look, Susan. Look, yeah, I, it's working. I, I could turn anything into a photo studio. You give me a potato, I could turn it into art. <laughs> um, it's a John Lennon quote. Um, so here's us. This is us walking. We can walk down the empty streets now. Um, but uh, we like these a lot, and we are um, we are using them and selling them. Why don't you grab? We have two hats here. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, Angel and Shipping has one. Our door guy at Adafruit has one, and then Lady and I have these two. So it's great because you can put a mask on it. Yeah. It's uh, fashionable. It's it's soft. It's soft. It doesn't fog up. And we did test out the ones that Velcro off the, the top, but I, you know it didn't really look good. And no matter what you did, it didn't fall the same. 
And I just didn't like it, so we're not going to stock this. So, um, yeah. These are not so great for indoor usage because um, yeah, the, it's not super clear. It's clear, but you get a little bit of reflection in them. But if you're just commuting, you're just hanging out on the bus or the train. Yeah. And, like, I have totally been in that situation where I'm on, like, the end and I'm sitting down and there's somebody standing and they just, like, sneezed all over me. Yeah, this is totally fine to wear from now on. You can wear this. Everyone agrees you'll never be weird. In fact, when people see these, they're like, where can I get this? Yeah. And so, you know, I'm still going to operate the show just for the next couple products. Just to show you, like, I I had to be able to do my full job and, and everything. Like Lady Ada said, they're, they're not great for indoors, but I'm able to do it. Um, I you think can do these, it. I think these are really good for commuting. For commuting, they're great. All right, next up. Okay. We also have um, face masks in two sizes. Um, and I thought I would show them off because uh, we actually had a couple folks who work at Adafruit who said, that, you know, can you get masks but for, for small Yeah, we also small we also pieces. knew, you know, kids are great, but um, they're super spreaders. They're super spreaders. So we wanted to make sure kids had masks. Okay, so um, you can see this one, it's like two inches shorter. Other than that, it's the same, you know, three-ply material. It's got the little nose wire in the top, um, two ear bands. Um, you know, this is a little bit too small for me, but if you're like a you know, young teen um, or, or younger, like 5 to 12, I think that um, this would probably fit them best. So you've got small sizes, and we'll chat about the large sizes yeah. in a minute. Um, next up. Okay. Gowns. So we actually had um, a request from the city to uh, stock medical gowns, so I think I'll show them off. So these are disposable, one-use gowns. Um, let me grab my scissors. So they come in like a sealed pack, and they come actually in packs of, of four. They're not sold individually. Um, and inside, you know, it's it's a full gown. It smells like a hospital. You unfold it. Uh, it's got these, you know, breakaway ties on the back. Um, it's it's a solid material. Like it's it's not Tyvek, but it's definitely. Our apartment like, is too small to zoom out. Sorry. Yeah, too. That's what it is. You can sort of see it. It's got um, on the arms, it's got little uh, nice wrist elastics so you can put your gloves under and over it. And uh, yeah, you can be very fashionable. Hold on. Well, just safer. I mean, one of the things that, um, so we have a team member that's, uh, they're taking care of a relative that uh, may be ill. And so I made sure we got them this right away. So. Yeah. All right, so now this one, you know, after you're done with it, um, check online. There's videos on how to carefully remove these. Um, but especially if you are, yeah, if you're caring for someone who is sick, uh, this is a nice protection. It goes over your clothes, and then, you know, you take it off, and you don't have to worry about contaminating yourself as much. Yeah. You know, I look at the old Ask an Engineer shows, and I look back in the past, and I'm always like, gee, I wonder what new product will be showing off next year around this time. Yeah. Yep. I don't even, next year, I have no idea. All right, idea. next up, we have some other masks. Uh, these are one-off KN95. These are becoming very popular. Uh, they are not N95, so they're not, now they're, uh, you know, for emergency use, they, they can be used by people who uh, would normally need an N95. They uh, filter 95% of uh, particulate. Um, they are... Pretty easy to put on, so thank you, Fred. So you have um, this cup. Yeah. And don't worry, we're putting these on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> these are the ones that we're not going to put these in a box and send them off. Not this one. Yeah. I got to touch the whole thing yeah. anyway. Um, but you put it on. Ears over, and then 
you mold the wire piece over your nose to create a seal and that's it so you've got uh, more mask protection people have asked especially you know those who are again essential workers have to go to work they want to have a filtering mask filters particles but also keeps your sneezes and coughs and breathing and spitting from reaching other people so it goes both ways yeah this is our family we live together we work together all right thanks Fred yeah <laughs> all right and then uh, and then yeah this is made out of um, like melt blown material so it's soft on the inside you can kind of feel it has like two layers yeah. uh, it's got uh, kind of a, a water resistant outer layer kind of absorbing inner layer and then the middle section is where actually the, the filtration happens so all right and then last night the star of the show besides all of the healthcare professionals and our team and our community and our customers is face mask yay also we are getting these for a city for workers um for people in new york who want disposable face masks so these are surgical style um compared to these respirator style um these are a lot more comfortable these you know they form a seal on your face so they're a little tough to breathe in like they're not trivial to breathe in because you have to filter your air through this um thick material i'm actually just going to cut this open so people can see the um the three layers so there's the inner absorbing layer the outer you know protective layer and then the inner um you know melt blown you know complex nylon material that that captures particles um so this is a very thick you can see it's quite, it's quite padded um, whereas the surgical masks, they're also three layer, but um, they're a lot lighter. So I thought I would cut this open to show people what it's like inside. Hold on. Do like this. Um, so again, these are made out of uh, three layers of material. And okay. So the outer layer is, um, you know, water uh, deflecting, so it, it keeps. Uh, water from soaking into the mask from the outside, people spitting on you, not on purpose, but just they're breathing and coughing and sneezing. Um, the inner layer is absorbent to um, keep, you know, it absorbs water so that the center doesn't get uh, wet, because as you speak, of course, um, your humidity of your breath, you want to make sure it wicks away. And then the middle part is a thinner version of that kind of um, filtering fabric instead of being super thick though it's a very thin material and it's a non non-woven um, polymer material uh, so you have these in the adult size and of course um, youth size and then I can show how to put one on although for how to put one on like completely and remove it safely uh, we have a video so um, put it over your uh, face you pinch the nose down and then you pull this over your Chin. and now your sneezes and coughing and breathing will not get out yeah and, and these know, are very comfortable to wear the way to think about it is the mask that you wear is protecting someone else and the mask that they're wearing is protecting you so if we all do this and now in many cities and states it's required if you're out you got to wear some clothing some some yeah. face mask type thing i think the cities are worried that they're not they they can't get these fast enough so they're saying a bandana is fine, but this is going to be what you know we're all doing for a while. Well, what's really great is that this is disposable. It's very low cost. Yeah. Um, use one, you wear it for eight hours, and then when you're done, you know you hook 
under and then you don't touch it you throw it out um, and then you um, you wash your hands uh, and then you can just grab another one so if you have a uh, reusable mask of course where you can wash it great but sometimes it's not easy for you you don't have laundry uh, to easily wash it um, these disposable masks are extremely comfortable uh, and they're very effective and they're easy to wear right. okay that's a new product Okay, let's do a new product recap. New As always, recap. we have gift certificates, we have Adafruit.io, we have Adabox, and we're doing engineering services. We have a pulse oximeter with Bluetooth connectivity that's documented, so you can actually read that pulse oximeter and heart rate data from it. We have a um, off-the-shelf disposable face shield with anti-fog coating. We've got a non-contact thermometer, so you can take people's temperature uh, without having to touch them and it does a very nice job telling you if they're over temperature uh, this commuter hat which is so uh, fashionably modeled here by this head uh, is a very lovely little bucket hat and it has a pvc front cover you saw a photo of this and you said let's get these for ourselves and we did and then we decided to put them in the store we have child-sized surgical style masks so if you're a person with a small head or you have a young person in your life who wants Masks and the standard adult size is too large for them. These are just like one inch shorter. Uh, these disposable medical gowns um, are made out of like SMS materials, so they can cover you. If you're caring for someone who's sick, you want to protect your clothes. These disposable gowns um, are very similar to the ones used by um, you know, doctors and nurses. So if you need them for your workplace or your home, you can pick up a pack. This KN95 um, respirator mask it filters out uh, particles, also keeps your sneezes and coughs from reaching other people. It's like a, a real like, you know, air sealed filtration system, so it's a little bit difficult to breathe in. If you want something easier to breathe in, um, we have these disposable face masks, surgical style face masks, again, in child sizes and adult sizes. You put it on, when you're done, you throw them out. They last eight hours. Um, they're very comfortable to wear and they keep uh, your sneezes from reaching other people and also keep you from touching your face. Okay, okay. Um, so I was able to operate the show for the entire, for that segment of time. So while in the while I was doing that. Okay, so we're gonna answer questions and we're gonna bounce. So uh, start to head over to Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, join all 17,000 of us. We're gonna answer your questions. I think there was a couple people that had some uh, questions uh, queued up, and uh, I will go over to the chats now. Do, 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 do. Okay, um, cool. So some folks are, um, yes, I do have a glass head we put NeoPixels in. Todd yeah, correct right. on that. Um, I, I got to actually, let me put a note to myself because. Yeah, get the glass head? So here's the thing I don't keep all of the heads. No. In our apartment, no, I, yeah, I, I, have, around the I have some at the factory. Yeah. So I will get that glass head back. Glass head. Back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. Next. Thanks, Dadbot. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, someone says they predict uh, clear shower curtain liners are going to be in short supply. Um, you know, sad but true, I saw um, a lot of people were lined up for voting because for whatever insane reason, um, some locations say you still have to line up and vote. Um, so they, the people were making 
uh, face shields on their own yeah. using like the school clear binder things yeah. and then like shower, shower curtain things. Yeah. And like they're trying, they have bandanas and everything, but boy, like it's like, it's really difficult to, to watch that. Um, I do admire how people are like, I'm going to make something out of nothing. Yeah. And that's, you, you, you just keep going. Yeah. You keep going. Human ingenuity. Okay. Um, how do you ensure that your LiPo battery supply of quality, given that you need quality, safe batteries? So also, how do you deal with LiPo-safe sales to adhere to shipping policies? I can answer that. You're, you know this answer. So, well, we only buy batteries from places that have all the certificates that you need, all the certifications that you need, all yeah. the safety requirements, testing requirements, all the testing that you need. So we don't buy batteries from anyone else. We make sure that they're only, that's why they're not the cheapest, um, but they are. But they're really good. But they are really good. And then in order to uh, sell LiPo batteries, our shipping team has to take certification tests. So we yeah, are, we are like allowed. Class. It's expensive and it, it's difficult and it's challenging and our team does it. Um, we have been asked by other people, how in the world do you do this? And like, here's all the things. They're like, oh, that's too much work. We're not going to do it. So that's why we do it because we like to do the things that are hard. Um, the batteries that we ship, there's limits on the package. There's limits of the types. And you have to have special labeling. Trust me when I say you can't even do things like use a blue pen for when you sign your name no. or you have the phone number. It will get kicked back. Nope. So if that's not for you, don't even do it. But if that sounds like the challenge you'd like, you too can ship batteries, small amounts, documented, and we've in been certain doing this locations. For, you know, a decade. We've really learned and, and done a great job and all yeah. the different kinds of batteries. And oh, it's very complicated. All right, uh, someone would like to ask Engineer, what Adafruit products would be compatible with the Alexa Connect Kit ACK? Probably a Raspberry Pi or something. Yeah, you they can... used our Blinka stuff for their docks and more. So anything that works with the Raspberry Pi. So all yeah. the... All the um, Papai 4. All the hats. Yeah. Yeah. That should work. Yeah, we used... Um, we had a, uh, we would say, um, play uh, cowbell. Yeah. And it would um, go bing, 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 and it would it would have the Christopher yeah. Walken skit, and we were using Alexa, yeah, and their SDK for that. So okay, um, let's see. Um, yeah, I have a couple of hits. So. Okay, uh, any idea when the KN95 mass will be in stock? Well, here's how it's gonna work out. We have to get some of these to our team members. We have to uh, get these to New York City people. We have to get these to New York State people. And then we're going to have orders for everyone else. If you're in New York City, sign up. You'll be the first round to get an email when they're in stock. Um, we are going to be very careful. We do not want people to buy these and put these on eBay or anything like that. Um, we're going to make sure they're limited. So please be um, filled with empathy on this. Don't try to go in and buy them all. We're going to have limits, and we're going to make sure that this is for the people who need them on our team, on the people who need it in New York City, the people who need it in New York State. Don't and worry. Then, we'll need these for then, a long time. Yeah, they're, we're trying to get a mass machine, but it's like a half a million dollars. So um, we're trying to work out how that could happen. Okay, uh, next up, let me go over to the other chat. Let's um, one like these. Uh, can people with a non-technical background become an AI developer? Yeah. Yeah, there's actually tons of online courses that are free even uh, to learn AI and TensorFlow. So like... Like Google search for TensorFlow for beginners, and yeah. if you just have a computer, you can run Colab, and you can TensorFlow. <laughs> What's this week's promo code? Um, there is no discount code, and uh, in fact, I should make a code that adds like money. Yeah, ten percent more. Because I could tell you our so for March our numbers were fifty percent lower 
but we're still paying full everything for everyone, including every... No one's giving us a break. Um, and then April, it'll probably be at least like 80% because we're not selling anything to make money. We're selling essential goods and we're um, giving away our time and we're giving away things. Yeah. Things that we do sell, it's basically a cost. The electronics that we have um, and the components we have, um, we can't really do a discount right now. So um, maybe buy a gift certificate. Um, next up. When will a box 15 ship? Um, that's a good question. When will we all be able to return to work? When will we all be able to go to uh, Broadway? Um, we love Adabox, but it's not essential. Yeah, so, so it's got to wait. Yeah, so um, we're working with a shipping provider that might be able to get it out sooner than later, but it will ship as, po as soon as possible. Everyone will know. Please keep your Adabox subscriptions. In the end, it's only going to be a few months difference. So if you can if you can tolerate that and uh, help support Adafruit, we very much appreciate it. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. I think this might be it. Um, oh, maybe don't post the same exact question on YouTube and Discord because I have to then read them twice. Um, okay, what do you guys think about Boink and folding at home? I think if you got computing time, do the fold. I've never used Boink. I don't know what that is, but folding yeah. at home, I think. You know, people, there's a lot of, of math that people have to do to, to figure out these proteins and how they bond. And if folding at home is helpful, join a team. It's better than doing Bitcoin shit. That's true. Sorry, Carson, but like, come on. Like, you know, what, what if we all like turn those Bitcoin computers a bit onto that? What if we optimize things for that? So instead of greed for a brief period of time, if we're going to like blow all this power. Yeah. Maybe right now, just take a break. And then use it for this, and then go back to like your blockchain fantasies. But for now, maybe just tune it onto that. Don't get me wrong. I think Bitcoin's cool. What are you gonna buy with Bitcoin anyway? But not today. Um, you know, it's like that XKCD thing. It's like, tell me about the future. Does this Bitcoin thing work out? It's like, yeah. Oh, what can you buy with it? One roll of toilet paper. Yeah. So maybe you know, maybe that's something that people can can do. All right. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh yeah, this is a cool LED face mask. People posted that up. Um, yeah, you know, the SETI stuff, just on a personal story, I thought... I think they was, stopped, didn't they? They did. I thought yeah. it was so cool... It was cool. ...when I would have the SETI screensaver, and I was younger back then, I was just like, that is so neat, because, like, maybe my computer will pick up the signal, or, like, maybe we can all get together and do that, and, like, what an amazing thing it would be if aliens, you know, saw and, and us, and they decided to communicate. Um, I think uh, this, this crisis that I hope we don't go to waste. I hope this makes this a better civilization that aliens would want to talk to because I would have probably driven by. Um, you just kept going? Yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Uh, next rest stop. You know what? You know you have the friend who's like, you know, I just can't hang out with you anymore. You're yeah. just, you know, you got to get your shit together before I That's hang right. out with you. Um, so, and they call, you leave the one raid. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I think that's the um, show. All oh, right. any requests for the SEM next week for Adam? Um, maybe a TFT display. That could be kind of fun. You can, you can like, you know, they have the little chips that are embedded in them. So you have a clue board. You can see a little chip in the display. That could be cool in the TFT mask itself. Why not? Okay. Um, if there's any more questions, hang out in Discord. Ask everyone. We're literally around 24-7 now. Um, sometimes we have to go to the factory, but a lot of us are there and can help out. Please help each other. 
that's the most important thing. Um, I want to say um, once again thank you to the doctors out there that Yay. are helping people. Um, I'm the so EMS workers, FDNY, NYPD, I mean, listen on the radio, and it's nonstop. Delivery people, grocery people, all the civil services, all the things that people are doing. MTA workers. And once again, thank you so much for Novalex who delivered the plastic so we can make these things. Thank you so much. Um, I'll probably just keep saying thank you till it's... Um, well, I'm just going to keep saying it. Thank you, thank um, you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we will see everybody next week. Uh, show and tell next week, 7 p.m. Ask an engineer, 8 p.m. No Pedro show next week, 11 a.m. Wednesday. JP show tomorrow at 4 p.m. <sighs> Never and I boring. Think, I think Scott's doing a few things. Yeah. The Ada News Network. Thank you uh, so much to our team that's uh, staying home, being safe. Our team that is coming in protected making sure that they're following all the safety protocols to keep themselves safe and also getting these essential goods out there thank you so much thank you all of our adafruit community members our adafruit remote team members um jesse may who's in slack and uh you know i've done a ton of shout outs um thank you everyone who's uh doing your small part whatever it is to uh get through this i'm looking forward to seeing some of you soon We'll be posting our photo journal up every single night. Probably not tonight. A little tired. And we have to do some work tonight. So um, that'll probably resume tomorrow. We will see everyone next week. Here's your moment of Zener. And then afterwards, I'm going to show the best of, of some of the photos we've been doing on our blog. Andrew Tingle, our photographer, has a little montage of some group photos over the years. Thanks, everybody. Here's your moment of Zener. Good night, everybody. Good night. Stay safe.